Hey, what is up, guys? You're in store for a real banger of an episode today. This is episode 33, Tech Games Podcast. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Leo. Yeah, hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for listening, as always. So this episode is going to be pretty Nintendo-tastic today. Ooh. Yeah, a lot of Nintendo news, uh, but don't worry if you're not a Nintendo fan. We'll get some stuff done up front. And then you can take a half day if you want. But also, like, come on. Yeah, it's going to be great. You should also probably be a Nintendo fan at this point. I mean, who's not a Nintendo fan? If you weren't before, you will be soon. Yeah, who's not a Nintendo fan? And honestly, it doesn't matter what we talk about. It's going to be good. You know? (laughs) That's so true. So we have the high level of skill that we have. Yeah, I I don't know what there's to be worried about. I mean, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Uh, But before we get into that, uh, Leo, why don't you tell me what you've been uh, playing this week? Well, I've been playing a little game you might have heard of. It's a Nintendo game. Mario. Well, yeah, actually, I did play Mario very briefly. Because <laughs> I wanted to give my poor Switch a break, but um, so I put in another Switch game. That's not... So I was playing Astral Chain. Ooh, I played a lot of Astral Chain, too. Did you? But I think the, the world is taking my storm. The world is taking my storm, but let's... We're going to hold on Astral Chain. Totally, I know. I just had to tell you, because honestly, I haven't played a lot else. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I played a little bit of Final Fantasy. Um, can I say one thing about Final Fantasy, or should we wait? No, let's... Yeah, you can give me a little tidbit. It's give me a, a little teaser. tidbit. Tease. Why is it that when you show up, you have to run super far to get to the base? Why don't do you mean? just put the teleport stone next to the base that you have to go to all the time? Oh, uh, because, you know... No, it, there's no excuse. It's the Ethernet, bro. It is where it is. It's natural. Yeah, they just found it. It's based the on the ley lines. The developers just found it, and they had yeah, to... it's based on the ley lines of the planet. It, you can't just decide where the Ethernet's going to be. Wow, that's a very generous interpretation. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I played some Biomancy, um, and I played some Overwatch, but really nothing new. I was pretty busy this week, so I didn't get to play a lot, so... Maybe some Overwatch on Switch? Oh, yeah. Teaser. I forgot about that. Teaser. It's not out yet. You can't play. I know, on and also I probably won't. But we'll get into that. Who would? But, um, so I have been playing. I oh, also, I'm sorry. What have you been playing? Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, I have been playing some Astral Chain as well, uh, but we will get to that in just a moment. Uh, Apex Legends wants a new mode. Oh, did uh, they? It's uh, shotguns and snipers with limited armor. That sounds awesome. It's actually great. Like I'll, I will say, I'm like the biggest Apex Legends hater that ever hated. Um, I always talk How shit about that game. tables of turns from release date to now, you I, know? I always talk shit about that game now, and uh, I will say this mode is good. I wish they had solos for it, because they removed solos. Like, that was the last event, and this event is different. But I don't, I don't get it. I don't it. know why they do that. I don't know. But the, the direction of this event is good. I think uh, having this, like, uh, this mode where you're just going to get... You can get one-shotted by a sniper, or, yeah. like, you know, have someone just go crazy with a pump and clear a squad... Mm-hmm. I played before I got here. I got like five kills with a Mastiff just clearing people out. It was that's fun. That's why you were late. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> no, that's why like, when I play Quake, I found I almost exclusively now play the one-shot kills just because the tension level's higher. It feels like the skill ceiling's maybe a little higher, even though it's probably not. It's like a... And even when I was playing Goldeneye when I was young, I always preferred... And the, the fun of being able to just kill. give people and not having to hunt for armor yeah. pack, you know what yeah. I mean? It's just like... It's, it's like you said last week or the week before, it's a little feels a little pure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's been pretty fun. I haven't played a ton of it, but I've jumped in here and there to check it out. And I like the mode. I think it's a good mode. Nice. Um, Maybe they're turning the corner again. I wouldn't say that, but at least it's a good mode. <laughs> um, I played a bunch of WoW Classic. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm level 28 now. Out of 60? Out of 60. Uh, it's quite a grind. 
but I've been playing. I've had some time on my hands, so I've played quite a bit. Um, and, and I don't what know. Do you think? What do I think? Um, it's it's the same. It's WoW Classic. <laughs> yeah. I still wouldn't recommend it to people that didn't play originally. Um, it's slow and it's boring in a lot of ways. Uh, but the sense of community is actually really fun. And, you know, it's it's been a long time since you've played a game where you really are, like, thanking and being thanked by people as yeah. you play very often. Mm-hmm. You know, or, like... Yeah, they kind of have gotten away from that with MMOs. Yeah, and like, you know, where someone's ways. killing a mob and you run up and they, like, send you a group invite real fast. Yeah. And you group up and kill the mob and it's like, hey, thanks, man. It's like, yeah, good game, good luck. And you're like, thanks. And you just part ways right there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... it's. It's something that was uh, so common back in the day, and like was so quickly lost, and um, and is uh, it's it just seems so absent from gaming today. You know? Do you think it's it, they're mutually exclusive? Like you can't have a fast paced, unboring game that has a good sense of community. I don't see why you couldn't have no, both. No, you could. It's but just... I mean, I agree. I, I can't think of an example, but I just wonder why that is. Why did they have to go back so far to? Because the structure of the servers i think is the big issue really i think it's that simple yeah i think just not sharding people out having people truly exist on a single server uh create you know it's just like the internet right like what is that like losing the what is it it's a series of tubes (laughs) uh but losing that anonymity you know and actually kind of existing on that server yeah you're still anonymous but like your world of warcraft life is kind of persistent and exists on that server and having that be in place kind of gives you this uh it kind of encourages you to like uh, maybe not be the best person, right? Like you still do trolly stuff, but it's like you kind of have to live with those decisions. Yeah, you know, no, that makes sense. And sometimes there's a little more consequence for your action just because you're around the same people. And some of it's fine, you know. If you steal a mining node from somebody that's trying to mine it, you know, it's like that's that's the breaks. You know what I mean? <laughs> this but, is the world of Warcraft. Yeah, things but, aren't easy around here. Well, when there's an opportunity to share, why not share? Right. Wow, that's profound, though. I mean, it's true in real life, too. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a time to be greedy. There's things that are finite that you just need to take before someone else can get it. But there's a lot of opportunities to be like, hey, like, we can both have this. You know, it's not exclusive. If I let you get this kill with me, it doesn't cost me anything. Yeah, and it might be easier. Yeah, so let's just just do this and get it done. You know, it's it's nice. No, that is cool. Um, So I've been having some fun with that. I haven't, you know, like... I'm starting to slow down a little bit because it's real grindy as you start to get in your like late 20s, like your 30s for sure. And I remember that from playing originally. Like I kind of bottomed out a few times when I got into my 30s. Hmm. But uh, is it just because you're just clearing mobs over and over? Are you running dungeons or what are you? Yeah, and like quests become more spread out, right? Uh, zones yeah. become contested, so you like start getting killed by randoms when you get into zones. Um, and uh, the mob density is just so hard to deal with. Yeah, like a lot of times you just you died in completely unfair ways, but you know, you like over pull or mob spawn on well, top like of you. Like you said, them's the breaks. Them's the breaks. In the though. world of Warcraft. That's the world of Warcraft. It's not a safe place. <laughs> if it was, it'd be very boring. Yeah, this isn't one of your safe spaces, Leo. Okay. <laughs> this is it's not for millennials. I would okay? be Ulda. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else have I been playing? Um, you know what I started playing that uh, is actually amazing and I haven't I'm kind of upset I didn't play it earlier. I'm excited, but no, I don't know. Have you ever heard of a game called Guilty Gear? Yeah, of course. So I bought Guilty Gear XRD Rev 2. 
<laughs> Revelators. Great, great name. It's actually super not confusing. It's actually Guilty Gear X Erd Revelators Rev Two. So I had to buy Revelators, then a, a pack for Rev Two. Wow. That like updated it all, and it was kind of weird figuring out figuring out what to get. I got yeah, the for sure. the previous one X Erd Sign in a <laughs> fanatical bundle yeah. for like a dollar or something. And I played a little bit, and I'm like, this is really cool, actually. Yeah, I have one of them. Same deal. I probably got on the Humble Bundle at some point, and I installed it not too long ago, and I played it very briefly. But I was definitely impressed. Like, it, you know, it's unique. It looks incredible. Um, I don't know enough about fighting games to get into, like, the netcode or the movesets or any of that. But it, I, I do know people who love fighting games are big fans of Blaz Blue and, and Guilty Gear. So, Well, the Dragon Ball game was kind of the first... Uh, right. Arc Systems Work game I really tried, yeah. you know, and I thought it was fun. Like I, I enjoyed playing it, um, but I'd always kind of heard about Guilty Gear. It was always kind of prominent in that community. But like you, I'm not a big fighting game player. I like to dabble in them, but I'm yeah. not very good at them. Yeah, I like fighting games. I'm yeah. just not like. Um, so I got that free one, and like you, I just was like, I'll try this for a minute. And honestly, like I love the style of it. Yeah. Right. Like. Yeah, they're beautiful. It has like an anime dork, right? Like, uh, it is the most anime, like the most like. Uh, fan servicey like a uh, tropey kind of game and like i think that's amazing you know yeah. like uh yeah they really lean into it they lean into it so hard right and it's just everybody's like a character you know like the dudes are just like jacked buff like ripped shirtless dudes the girls are have all the girls clothes seem to outline their boobs for some reason <laughs> yeah. in a way that is it's a very efficient way to dress that is unnatural and <laughs> Um, and perverse, but amazing, you know, like the style's great. Yeah. The music's fucking rips. Like, yeah, it's just like this crazy metal, like the whole time. It's, it's a great game. Yeah. I'm into it. Is this the most recent one? It's the most recent one. It's one coming out next year, a new one. Oh, cool. This is like the most patched version of the most recent one. So what do you um, think is the deal with the names? Like it's not unique to this series by any means, but. I know these games don't have like huge Western eyes, but it seems like a great way to not get people in the West to play your game is to call it like hack.guin netcode version 2.684. Even as someone who was interested in it, like finding the version I was supposed to get to have the what people were playing version. Yeah, if you have to find like the pinned Reddit thread on the Guilty Gear, it's like this is the version that's most recent and most patched, and this is the one on the Vita, and this is the one on the Switch. Yeah, that just seems like an it's not great marketing. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I just I think it's very anime, very Japanese to do that. I think that's (laughs) no, it is for sure. I think that's the only explanation is oh, because it's super anime. Yeah, you know, like um, because there's even you know there's a lot of anime that's like that. You know, especially like fighting game based anime there's a series called fate stay night have you heard of that Mm-mm. so like it's it's actually really good if you're listening it's awesome it's made by ufo table which is a great studio that makes a newer show that's really good but um their show it's always like fate stay night x zero you know grand system works you know like something yeah. and it's just like these crazy titles that don't make sense have no sequence you have no idea where they fall in line with each other and uh do you think there's a part of it that's like intentionally opaque to try and drive away people and and not to be like i know people aren't elitist all the time but i wonder if it's like well if you can't figure it out we don't want you watching our fucking anime i don't think it's as uh i don't think it's as um subversive as that or as like aggressive as that i think it's more um 
I think that there, I think there is a certain amount of, I don't even want to call it elitism, but like, uh, I think in that space, I think having these like long, obscure kind of, uh, arduous names is kind of seen as like a, uh, like a badge of honor. In a yeah. Way. I guess you that's kind of what, what I, mean? I meant. It's yeah. It's the reason, uh, like it's the reason in Japanese games you can get ranked like SSS plus plus plus, right? Yeah. Like what does this fucking mean? I don't know. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, like why, why is, why is S higher than a, how many S's are possible? You know, it's like all the, all the S's, all are the possible. S's. It's like, no, you, it's, it's turned up. Everything can get turned up even more all the time. Yeah. And I think this is kind of that, that distilled into a title. No, that makes sense. They're like, even the, even the titles just have to be in, utterly insane and over the top. Yeah. I, I think that's a lot of what it is. Interesting. Uh, other than that, I played some, uh, some team fine tactics. Um, obviously I've had a lot of time to play games with my hands, but, yeah. um, but yeah, so kind of a little of that, but I would say the 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 bulk of it's been Wild Classic and playing some Astral Chain. Well, before we get into that, I think it's cool that you get to play like you it's like quite a wide variety of games you were playing, which is neat, like super Japanese games, very American from different time periods. That's cool. Yeah, I've been kind of reaching around and yeah. trying a bunch of stuff. So. That can be really fun to do once in a while, especially when you have a little bit extra time on your hands, it's be like just play whatever the fuck I want today. Yeah, and you're kind of hunting for that thing that's gonna like yeah, grab you at a moment, itch. right? And so, um, so it has been fun, kind of bouncing around and trying yeah. different stuff. Um, but we'll get back to Astral Chain. Uh, I got a news story here about Astral Chain, actually. Oh wow! And this is from GamesIndustry.biz. I'm not gonna read the story, but I'll read you the title. Cool. Uh, Platinum Game scores first UK number one with Astral Chain. So that means it debuted it? Num- I don't know how these sales charts work. This is the first game Platinum has sold that was a number one seller for the week in the United Kingdom. Wow, that's, that's huge. physical sales, but yeah, it is huge. That's good for them. Um, and I think it's especially huge considering that Control launched the same week. Hmm. Uh, Remedies game, yeah, uh, which was fourth on the list. Uh, so the top five is Astral Chain, then Wreckfest, surprisingly. Hmm. Uh, the Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan. That's so strange. Why that one? People like that game for some reason. Did you uh, play Until Dawn? It's the same people, right? Yeah, it's the same people. No, I... It's fucking weird, man. Like, I, I no, can totally see someone enjoying it. Well, I guess, yeah, it's probably not for you particularly, but they're very strange. And I don't think those games are even that, like, scary as far no, as a horror game. They're, they're pretty, more just... They're just very inaccessible. It's like David Cage games. Not as bad as David Cage games, but it's that same sense of, like, I don't... This isn't what I want. I feel like there's a certain amount of, like... And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this is a negative, but there's a certain amount of like pervy pleasure in those games. You know, like it's like hot young people that you can like get naked and into sexual situations, <laughs> kind of um, like you can kind of experience through them. You know what I mean? I feel like though, I feel like if if the same game was them like going to the going to like a beach house and hooking up, it would probably still be you know like it'd yeah. still be popular, but have less of a. Um, premise people could hide behind yeah you know what i mean um which yeah, is sort i think of like the 80s slasher movie yeah well it's sort of like these like you know kind of like these anime fighting games right if you were buying yeah that's true if you're buying anything any other product that was like big titty anime girls jumping around um you know it'd be kind of creepy but it's like no this is a real fighting game for real people yeah. so you know get off my back right it's yeah. like um it's, yeah, it's the whole thing i like it for the story right? yeah because i watched a playthrough of until dawn recently and literally, you're watching a group of people play through it. It's like it was on Funhouse, so it's like five of them playing it. 
And the whole time they're like, how do we get this one naked? How do we get this one naked? Right. And I, I have to imagine playing through that game, that's kind of what's going through your head, right? Like, yeah. like how do we set up the hot dude with the hot girl? They're always got like, you know, they always look great. Yeah, of course. And their faces are kind of weird. It's just something in the animation, but... Um, <laughs> But, yeah, so that game did well. That's funny, um, but Astral Chain was number one. Uh, Control at number four. Guess what was number five? Um, I don't know. An old game. How old? World of War Classic? <laughs> no, a couple, a few years old now. Hmm. I don't know. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. What? Why? Because Mario Kart always sells, man. Yeah, that's a Nintendo thing, right? Those games sell forever. I guess every time you buy a Switch, someone buys that game, right? You gotta get Mario Kart with it, yeah. That's true. Uh, That's so so fucking crazy. So Nintendo had a good week in the UK. Nintendo did have a good week in the UK. So what are your thoughts on Astral Chain? I think Uh, I'm a little further in it than you. You are, yeah. I I will say I I haven't played as much as I'd like yet. Uh, My first... I have quite a few thoughts, but I'll try and kind of keep it to uh, sort of intro to what my initial thoughts were. I think it looks insanely good for a Switch game. I think it's... um, probably the best looking switch game i've seen as far as compared to other triple a titles on other consoles i agree with that i think it could easily it the screenshots look like they're from they could easily be from a ps4 the mm-hmm. performance is you know it's 30 frames at best i think sometimes it dips a little bit below yeah i saw the what is the high frame? oh digital foundry the digital foundry yeah video. that was a good video so they had like 29 frames yeah. 28 frames but overall but pretty solid 30 frames. and it seems like that was a good a good choice because normally they're always pushing for 60 I think it's it's so it looks insane. Not just beautiful looking, accessible, but it has such style. Yeah, it's I think it's definitely this, got that kind of a persona vibe. And sort of like you were talking about, they lean into the anime thing really hard, but it uh, it just looks so good. The and style so really stylized. suits the hardware limitations in a way that is yeah. great. Yeah, like even that intro scene around the motorcycle. I love that. That, that was so, cool. so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, good. so I think purely from like, I, I think this is a great game that even if you don't want to play it, this would be a great game to watch someone else play. Yeah. It's, and it looks so cool. Even. The fighting, I'm not great at the style of game. I've never been great at Devil May Cry or Bayonetta or, or near Automata. Um, so even though I'm not great at fighting in in this way, it's still so fucking cool to watch. I think uh, I think the UI is pretty intense. Yeah. It, there's a fucking lot, and they throw it at you quickly, which is not... I never want to say that's a complaint because it'd be kind of silly to be like, there's too many options in this game. But it is not super accessible for that reason i think um there's a lot of menus and a lot of text which again not a bad thing that means there's a lot in the game but it's it's definitely can feel a little overwhelming yeah and I, i'm interested to see like as i get into i'm a little bit further than you but like how authentic the depth actually is of it yeah. you know like is it truly like is it truly a deep game or is it just like you got to keep filling these bubbles until you get to kind of what the game just was anyway yeah you know what no, i mean for sure like, that is an important distinction definitely like having a lot of menus doesn't necessarily mean you're a deep game yeah like oh look you're gonna put these points into this but it's like doesn't matter does this yeah. change my play style does this actually give me like agency over what happens here or is it just like now you got all the bubbles like now yeah. you're the full-on super cop yeah it will be cool to see i will say the ui looks amazing though like yeah, it the looks menus good. i think that's kind of one of platinum strengths is uh, just making the UI actually look really cool. They make music so good. How's their and music? And that's what I was about oh, to say. The soundtrack is so. How's their music good. always so good? It's not as good as Near, but it is so good. Well, it's different too. It's not trying because Near is very like sort of philosophical and otherworldly, whereas this is like 
anime cyberpunk. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I think Nier's music was so compelling by the nature of it yeah. and the nature of the game where this is a bit more uh, on the nose yeah, and straightforward. Yeah, but in a way where that's kind of how the game is. Yeah. Um, I will say, I think it Nier, Nier had a very distinct look to it where it's kind of empty and gray by design. Whereas this is very colorful and very cyberpunk in like an anime way. It's like a... I think in that video they made this comparison as well, but I had the same thought when I first started playing. It definitely has kind of a Ghost in the Shell vibe, but with crazy interdimensional monsters. Absolutely. Like, I mean, just giant billboards. Yeah. And just colors everywhere. Yeah. And it's just these wet, all this wet surface Yeah, everything's reflection. always wet. Yeah, it's um, great. It is great, man. And like, again... When you go out in the city and you're just walking around, it's like, holy shit, how is this running on a Switch? Yeah, it looks I, insane. It is amazing, yeah. And I think, it, like we always talk about Persona, it's incredibly stylish. Like, the fighting, the direction, the uh, the design overall is really extraordinary. Um, I haven't played it enough. I've only put in, like, three or four hours. But I enjoy what I've seen. You know, I love exploring the police station. I love having that home base. Um, the combat again, it seems cool. The dynamic you have with your sort of legion and your beast is definitely feels different. Yeah. For those of you who haven't played it, you kind of have this interdimensional beast that you command with your astral chain. It's basically the titular astral chain. It's basically one of the enemies that you're actually fighting. Like you, you, there's, they capture them. This is outside of what you do. They've captured them basically for you initially. Yeah. And, uh, they assign them to these super cops and uh, so it's basically like your own one of the enemy yeah. creatures, right? Yeah, so it's like a pretty complex fighting system, but then also the whole time you kind of have to keep your eye on your guy and you can control him directly. I will say it is a little weird the way they just like enslave these creatures. They're, the part I just did, which is pretty early on, so it's not really a spoiler, they kind of get free again. Yeah. And immediately turn on you because fuck you, like you, you enslaved me. And there's a little, it's like, hmm, doesn't, I'm sure they're bad or interdimensional invaders or whatever, but it, it's hard to feel like the good guy when you're like controlling a beast on a chain and the moment it gets off, it attacks you. You well, know what I mean? Yeah, I will say this, and this isn't a spoiler, I don't know anything, but like knowing Platinum, you know, maybe that is yeah. addressed, right? Like, yeah, I'm hoping they, yeah, dive in a little bit. I'm hoping we get into that too, but I don't know if they will. I mean, I, I think. It is, yeah, it's a different director, but. But he was the creative director on yeah. Nier. No, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so involved in the project, you know, it's not it's not Yokotar. It's not going to be that yeah craziness, there. right? But um, I could definitely. It would be hard for me to see them not um, addressing that when it's so clear. Yeah, right. It's like uh, it's like what's the stupid cyborg game, Android game, uh, the David Cage one. Uh, oh, Detroit becomes yeah. human. You know, it's like Detroit, right? It's like. When they're so obviously making these like racial like uh, comparisons that are so on the nose, it's yeah, like beyond this, on the nose. They it, were just like, oh, well, theirs were so cringy, they were so bad. But it's hard not to imagine them addressing it later after making these like, yeah, I'm sure chain, all these come up. Yeah, chain this beast and you know, enslave and it's fighting back and trying to kill the crater guy, and it's like, okay, he's gonna be a bad guy. Like he has yeah. to be, right? Like, yeah, no, uh, for sure, yeah. Um, the other thing when the style, it is cool how everyone looks so awesome. Like there, so you play as like police, but they're like futuristic police. Yeah. They're like good police, I guess. But man, everyone looks so dope. Like oh. everyone has these crazy armor and then, but underneath they're wearing like a tie. Yeah. I love you can that. take the armor off and just wear like the tie. Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. It, it is just, uh, it's stylized beyond just art, but you know, they put a lot of work into aesthetics and if for some people that's really fun, I, I, I'd say I'm one of those. I just people. want to unlock all the clothes. I'll be yeah. honest. Like my biggest thing yep. is like. 
I don't even really care about beating the game other than I want all I the want clothes all the dope outfits. so I can change all the dope outfits. That's like all I care about. But yeah, sometimes that means you got to beat the game. Well, what you did know? you like about it? Or what are your thoughts on it? I guess I should say. Um, pretty similar. I think visually it's great. Um, I'm kind of finally got a, a hold of the combat. Yeah. Um, I was having a lot of issues at first. I was getting like D's when I'd finished it's pretty levels. intimidating, and, I think. Um, at least for me, it was not a big action game aficionado. It's... It's certainly, and they, they make it so there's easy modes where if you don't care about the combat, you can just go through it, which I love that they yeah, do that. There's just literally like, you'll never lose a battle. Just yeah. enjoy if the If you story really mode. just want to yeah. get the clothes, you can, which I, I always say this, but I really appreciate that. And I, I think it's cool that they make the combat, they put a lot of work into it and they make it really advanced and very interesting for purists, but they're not like, sorry, if you're not good enough, you can't enjoy our game. Once I learned how to do Legion combos and like finishers... And, like, um, I've started getting a lot better with the combat. Yeah. Uh, also, like, using items a lot more in combat helped a lot. Um, but also, like, you know, you probably you haven't done it yet because I know where you're at. But, like, you get, like, your legion, like, uh, like their abilities, right? Like, you know, the slashing, like, the sword guy, your main legion can, uh, like, cut through things with the sword, right? Hell, yeah. Like, uh, you know, it'll be, like, terrain or something. So you basically hit a button and you'll get, like, a... Like a, a bright white stripe through the screen. Ooh. And wherever that is, he'll just cut through everything. That's right? so cool. And like, uh, so you'll be in boss fights and they'll just start like throwing down like walls and bricks and you're trying to like leap around and like break them. And then whack, you'll just slice through it and then jump on them. So it's like they get very dynamic with like using the powers and uh, exploring kind of how your legion works and kind of giving you at least some choice in combat on how you want to like deal with it. Cause you yeah. Can, you could also run around and skip around these things, or you can just like, you know, get good at like cutting through and just going straight in. Yeah. Um, you know, the weapons change, you know, you can just kind of focus on guns. So I, it's really fun. I've had a really good time with it, with the combat. Um, but, you know, realistically, I like the style of it the most. Yeah. Uh, I like the music a whole lot. Yeah, music is so um, good. And it's not, it's not like one thing either. Like, they're, like the anime intro is very awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that has like singing. There's like a lot of like um, there's a lot of rock music, but it's all it's all very dynamic and it has a lot of different influences. The police station music's really good. Yeah, I love that song. You know what I mean? Like the, I think about that song a lot. I'm like, yeah. man, if this was a song at my job, I would spend a lot of time there. Yeah, I would just chill and like party at work like, all day. Yeah, I can hear it right now. I'm not gonna try and sing it, but no. I do highly recommend check it out. Yeah, I'd be drinking white claws at work all day with my sunglasses on, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like you know, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, talking I, all the other cops that look awesome. Yeah, I and mean, you know it's funny like single player games aren't really my biggest thing. Yeah. So there's part of me that's like, oh, we'll see when I kind of get back to it. But um, I'm very drawn to the style of music, especially of that game. Uh, I, I wonder if this game were not on the Switch. I think if, obviously it would perform better, and then I think there'd be a lot of advantages. But I, I know I keep harping on this, but the fact this awesome, beautiful game is running on the Switch is so interesting. I wonder if people would like it as much if it was. You know, on PS4 and, P- and PC, I wonder if it'd be quite the if it has drawn people's attention in the same way. I think if it was a PS4 exclusive, it would. I think if it was on anything else, it would not. I think uh, there's this audience for PS4 exclusives that they've earned that is like ready to celebrate the kind of the work they do. Yeah, and would find it and you know like kind of embrace it for what it is. I think on other platforms, it would kind of get mixed reviews. Uh, because there's another, you know, like Control, which 
I didn't really have a story on, but it, other than that, didn't sell as well. Um, you know, it's not running that well. I think it's a very stylish game. I've watched. I haven't played it. I'm not really that interested in playing it. I'm really interested in playing, but I haven't yet. I've watched a ton of gameplay on it though, um, and I've listened to a lot of reviews and read a lot of reviews. And um, you know, it seems like it really heats up and gets going, and it's very stylish, but it runs really bad. It's multi-platform, and I feel like it's just not earning that like audience. Like people aren't there to people don't have the faith in it to give it, you know, six hours to get going. Yeah, you know, which I think is um, something you really have to earn, right? And I think because it's platinum, they've kind of earned that. Yeah, and um, I think Sony first parties have done a good job to kind of earn that. Well, no, I think about near was. PS4 exclusive, right? Until they did a terrible Steam port. Yeah. But people... I, that game kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, but people already had some love for Platinum before that. You know, it wasn't like they yeah, I were... I guess from like Bayonetta. Yeah, from Bayonetta. People... Which I don't like Bayonetta at all. I don't love it. I played a shitload of it because I wanted to like it. Yeah, I wanted to like it too. I think I played the second one on I the Wii I bought both of them on Wii and... Or on Switch. Yeah. And... uh yeah, I just had a really hard time. Like, yeah, I just don't enjoy it. I like the characters a lot too. Like, I think Bayonetta herself was really good. Like, she's interesting. Yeah, she's an interesting character. I like kind of her quippiness, uh, and you know, like it's funny. Like, she's like the fan servicey character you're allowed to like. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but I like her just like I like all the other fan servicey characters. I like, like, yeah. it's, you know. Um, and so, you know, I I, the, I like that. A lot. I like the style of that game a lot too, but. The, it's a little extreme. It's very hard. Yeah. Um, and you know the the set pieces are almost too crazy constantly. Yeah, I think that was kind of my thing. Like, if there's something to be said for dialing everything to eleven, but I just found it so overly stimulating and so many levels that I'm just like, I can't deal with this. Yeah, it's too much for me. I don't too. think it's bad. It's just I did not like it. Okay, before we get into the real meat, because we're already thirty minutes in, we're gonna do two quick little. Quick little segments here. Oh boy, I was wondering if you'd remember. So Tony's trivia. I took out the other words. It just wasn't flowing very well. But today's trivia question, and this one is a real banger. Oh boy. So well, far, I've gotten all of them wrong, right? Yeah. Okay. And you might get this one. Yeah, probably not. You might not. This one has some real heavy hitters. <laughs> what video character? What video game character would you want to be your dad? Hmm. That's the whole question. There's some real... Fuck, that is hard. There's some real heavy hitters in here. I actually like pulled up some, like, did some research on this to see like what does other people think. Yeah. Right? And uh, there are... I mean, do you want me to tell you what some other people yeah. thought? No, for sure. Uh, Joel from The Last of Us was yeah, a big one. Yeah, that was the first thought I had. But then I realized, like, I think he's, like, my age. <laughs> and I wouldn't really... I mean, that, don't worry about age. No, I'm not. I'm just thinking, if they're like, actually dads, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, Kratos was the one that came up a lot after the latest God of War. Not a good dad. Great game, but not a good dad. That was kind of the whole point of the game, is what a bad dad he was. Yeah, I think people missed the point when a lot when they, they sure played that did. game. Um, big Daddies came up. What is that? From Bioshock. Oh, duh, my favorite game of all time. Yeah, I thought you'd. Uh, no, those are those are not dads, not dads not, or good dads. <laughs> well, depends on how you look at it, but they're definitely not dads. I mean, they're good at a thing. Being a dad is not one of those things that they're good at. No, I agree. There's no evidence to. <laughs> yeah, there's no to dictate. Just uh, because they are forced to protect genetic monstrosity doesn't mean they'd be good fathers. Uh, one of the ones I liked was Eli from Half Life Two. That I could see. Old guy, real sweet. Yep. Super, yeah, super competent. He seemed like a real good dad. I'll say that. Out of all the ones I saw online, I was like, that's the guy that I would choose, but not the right answer. Um, 
What do you think? Probably, probably Squall. <laughs> I wish you could see the look he's giving me. It's so worth it. Squall, you want Squall to be your daddy, not your dad. <laughs> Ew, no. All right. Um, he's the best dressed guy there. So he is pretty. He's pretty well dressed. Have you seen that meme going around? The it's old like one? a scene in Final Fantasy VIII where she's well, like, she says you're the most handsome guy here. Oh yeah, the most handsome guy here. Yeah. And it was like somehow became a meme because he's like, you know, got no he, facial yeah, texture. PS One. Yeah, yeah, that's a great meme. Um, honestly, I think those are some good choices. This always happens. I, I'm like, I'm sure if I really thought about it, I could come up with some great examples. You don't have time for that. I know. Give me just like one second. All right, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill a little bit while you okay. think. Okay. Um. So some of the other dads that came up, James McCloud from Star Fox 64, Fox McCloud's dad, was a, a real hit with the with the fans. Uh, who else do I have on this little list? Oh, Mike Hagar from Final Fight. Good dad. <laughs> That's a funny answer. Uh, there's one on here I'm not gonna say because you might guess it. Okay. Uh, Octo Dad was a good dad. Oh, just because he's a dad though. I mean, lots of arms. And he does try pretty hard. Yeah, and maybe his wife thought he was a good dad, if you know what I mean. That's fair. Got all those little, you know. What? I'm not, just, I'm no, not sure I okay. follow. So who's your choice? Um, I just had one. Oh, what about Arthur Morgan? Or no, what about the other one? Uh, John Marston? Yeah, he was a pretty good dad. He was okay. I thought He was gonna, a good dad for what he was trying to do. I thought you were going to say Harry Mason from Silent Hill. He's not. He's... Good dad in that he's very dogged, but he's not a good dad. Yeah, but he goes into Silent Hill world and fights knife babies. Yeah, that's true. No, I, w- I wouldn't say them. They're two. Their characters are very interesting, but their fatherhood is never really so super. Are you going John Marston? I think so. Just because you, he's been through a lot, and he's and he goes through a lot, and he's had a hard life, but he still manages, by most estimations, to be a pretty good dad. So I knew you weren't going to get this one. Oh, because I don't think you've played the franchise that has the actual best dad. Okay, well that's not fair. Well, but then you never said this was fair, so that's, that's on fine. you for not playing it. <laughs> uh, Kazuya Kiryu is the best dad from that's, the Yakuza series. I was about to say, is he from Yakuza? He sounds the, like he is. The Dragon of Dojima. So he's the he's like the main character. He's the main character. Uh, he's not a paternal father. Yeah, tradi- he's not like a traditional good dad. No, he's a he adopts children. Oh, that's nice. So he has an adopted daughter through most of the series. Hmm. Uh, who he, uh, I mean, you need to play this game. There's actually a scene where the daughter is trying to help a puppy because these teenagers are throwing rocks at it. Ooh. And he does not let that stand. Okay. So what does he do? He handles it. Let's just say he handles <laughs> it. Okay. He, but that's what Kiryu does. I mean, yeah. that's, that's why he's an amazing dad because he fights for the weak. Yeah. Right. If he, he cannot stand Anyone being bullied or taken advantage of. Even though he's Yakuza, he's probably taken advantage of a few people in his life. But they know the business they're getting into, right? Right, right. right. But, you know, if there's a, a bystander... The yeah, if there's a bystander trying to just live their life, he's not going to allow them. Even if that bystander's a puppy, I respect that. Yeah. And, like, you know, then I was just playing Yakuza 0, and there's a kid trying to get a video game mm. on launch, waits in line, buys it, and then a thug steals it from him. What an asshole. Kiryu chases down the thug, beats him up, <laughs> finds out that thug got it stolen from him. <laughs> Kiryu chases down that thug, beats him up, finds out that thug got it stolen from him. Damn. And the guy that stole it, whose ass he kicks next, was actually the kid's original kid's dad. <gasps> wow. Who was trying to get the game for his son. 
And that's how life works. Yeah, very sweet story. No, that's awesome. Yeah. That and seems like a good answer. It does make me want to play the game even more. And Kiryu not only has one sweet orphan daughter, he then opens an orphanage. <laughs> nice. For all the orphan babies out there. Yeah, this, I mean, I'm convinced. I don't always agree with your trivia, but this one's a pretty compelling case. Yeah, he's amazing. I can't think of anyone else who did all those things that you just described. He, Kazuki Kiryu's amazing. I love him so much. Yeah. And he's got fucking like alligator shoes. <laughs> like he's such a mobster and he's an amazing guy. I love talking about him. I can talk about him all day. But we're going to move on. The trivia's over. Oh. I know. But I have to that write was a good answer. segment though. I appreciate, your, I appreciate your due diligence and your research. I've got the rightest answer. What can I say? Uh, so real quick before we... One more thing before we move on to the last thing. And that's the Final Fantasy fifteen. All right? All right. Uh, I didn't play Final Fantasy fourteen at all this week. I played WoW Classic. So, I guess that's what this is about. Well, I mean, what about how would you compare the two? Oh, I guess I could do that. Um, Final Fantasy fourteen is better. I, sh- I mean, I should hope so. That's my comparison. Out, like twelve years later. Well, um, they're so different. I feel like I feel like um, Final Fantasy fourteen is also missing that kind of social uh, link that WoW has. In I think space. that's one of the reasons I like it. It's because it's very... It's a solo can, game. You can be antisocial yeah. if you want. It's a very solo game. Yeah. You know, I think, you know, uh, the thing in WoW you run into a lot is like, oh, this quest elite, you got a group to do it. Yeah, I hate that. You have to find your own group. There's no I like one group. Yeah. But, you know, it does create a, uh, you know, like I joined a guild. Some dude, some dude messaged me. He's like, hey, Tony. And I'm like, hey. And he starts talking to me for a minute, and I'm like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm just recruiting for my guild. Do you want to join? And I'm just like, how'd you know my name was Tony? My name is Tone Zone. And he's like, I just guessed. I'm Italian. And I was like... <laughs> You're like, well, now I have to join like, your guild. all right, all right. Send me an invite. That I'll join is quite stupid, a pitch. I'll join your stupid guild. And, uh, you know, and so you find people to chat with to help you with quests and stuff. Like, it's very different because Final Fantasy XIV is like the opposite. You're in your own world, and yeah. you kind of jump into these social groups. But... Uh, you know, you got to go where the Ethernet takes you. and uh, That's true. But for real, though, like, can we get back to my original question? Because it's really stupid. All right, what, are you, what were you whining about? I remember you were crying about something earlier. I don't even remember what it is. I it don't was know like what I was crying. And nails, actually, Tony, like nails on a chalkboard Mr. Tone Zone, as I recall, when I first started playing the game, you mentioned this. So, what, you're don't crying? Play da- <laughs> I yeah, think maybe yeah I it's okay. Maybe I did it's a problem it. I have. Now, when you're trying to get to the place where you most of the quests are, the place, okay, I forget what it's called. It's like Ocean Town. Ocean Town. It's not called Ocean Town. You know what I'm talking about? It's where like whenever you have to go talk to what's her face, the leader of the thing. So what's her face? Ocean Place. You know the main group of people in the Realm Reborn. Have you not been playing this game? I played it a lot, but the names are very confusing. So the Silver Bazaar. No. What the fuck is that? The it's like that's the name of that town. No. Yeah, it is. It's not. I know what you're talking about. Oh, then. But you don't know what it's called, so you get where I'm coming from. <laughs> anyway, I teleport to, like, Camp Drybone or whatever it is. And then you have to run. Oh, I know Camp Drybone. <laughs> you <laughs> shut, run? Shut up. Well, you can't teleport. That's my point. Why don't you take the Chocobo Porter? Because that that's not faster. It's fast. And you well, can, I mean, I have a Chocobo. Yeah, but why not just let them drive? Because I, I guess my point is, why don't they just put? Why did they put the teleport point in a small town that you have very little business in, next to the place where you go almost throughout the entire game? It's the Walking a, Sands is what the place. The yeah, there you go. Thank you. The Walking Sands. That's correct. I just find that very baffling for a game that 
is very accessible in so many other ways. It's like every time I have to do it, it annoys oh, the Vesper me. Bay. Yeah, that's correct. Silver Bazaar is the other Chocobo. Do you know why I said that? Why? Because you go to that Chocobo Porter, it's like go the to Vesper option. Bay, Silver Bazaar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Anyway, it's just a puzzling design choice. And it was like, a, you know, if you go there once in a while, but it's like the main place you go through the entire quest line. Yeah, I actually had someone, I never did it, but like someone said you actually should Ethernet to Loma Lisa. Hmm. You know, the. Yeah. And then you can just take a boat that'll take you right to that. Oh, dock. interesting. I've never done that. It's probably easier. Yeah, probably. Um, but again, it's just why, why didn't they just put the point in there? I don't know. But good news is. You're almost done with the walking sands. No, oh, totally. Thank God. The new location it's has an Ethernet port on top of Woo, it. Woo! See, they're learning. Yeah. The music in that area, though, is so good. It's the, like uh, every time I hear it, I'm like, Whoa, this is like the best music I've ever heard. And it's just the background music in this like the, shitty place I have to run to 50 times. The music in Final Fantasy XIV is fucking banging. It is so good. It is fucking banging. I don't know what it is, but... <laughs> America loses at video game music because I'll tell you, we've talked about three games music today, all bangers, none of all Japanese games. Yeah, and let's think about what games we talk about the music the most. Persona 5, we Persona 5, bangers. I talk about Zelda a lot, Zelda bangers. I talk about Cass is my best friend or whatever. That yeah. was like the first week Tony trivia. That's Cass, true. number one, because he plays that damn accordion like a G. Yep, right? Near, near. Bangers. All Final Fantasy. Shit, man. That's I want to live point. in Pascal's Village so I can hear that song all day. I want to live in the scary circus. I want to live in the fucking police station. I want to live in the police station. <laughs> Which with, I never thought I would say. With Lappy. You know, it's funny. I was about to say, you forgot about Silent Hill. And then I remember, oh, also Japanese. <laughs> I didn't forget about it. No, the music is insanely good in all three of them. Like, it's on another level. But I, the, again, Japanese. I'm not sure if people like Silent Hill like you like Silent Hill. I'll be honest. I don't know if it's got the popular support that you think it has. Uh, anyone who likes horror games likes Silent Hill. And it's not, don't tell me nobody likes horror games. It's like. There's people that like horror games. And they like Silent Hill. I'm not sure. If you're out there and you like horror games. And you don't like Silent Hill, I'd love to hear from you because you're fucking insane. Just tell me what you think about Silent Hill. All right. That's all I'm saying. If you like horror games, if, um, if like you, you're terrified of everything. Then yeah, it's probably a little too intense for your small brain. Check out podcast at gmail.com. What's up with Silent Hill? All right, next episode, I'll sell a hell. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, here we go. It's time for the moment you've all been waiting for. Nintendo recently, what day was it, like Tuesday? The I think it was Wednesday, Thursday? Yeah, it was like Monday. You're really losing track of time, Saturday. my friend. <laughs> I got, I'm unemployed right now. I don't know what day it, 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 totally. it is any day of the week. I, I hear you. You should tr- enjoy it while you can. I'm lost in a sea of a flow of time yeah. that is irrelevant to the outside world. It is terrifying. It is. I know, I know the feeling, but... But we must move on. <laughs> so a lot of big Nintendo announcements. I stole the story from Kotaku. I guess I, let me credit the author real quick before I... Actually, I'm not going to read the story. It's just I needed one place where everything was listed out. And Chris Kohler... Uh, did just that for me at Kotaku as much. Thank you. This is why Kotaku is so big. They do this shit that no one else wants to do. Yeah. Thank you for not making me look this stuff up myself. (laughs) I appreciate it. Um, So I would say the biggest announcement. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest announcement? I'm curious. Well, I put them in order of what Kotaku thought was the biggest announcement. (laughs) Okay. Um, So this is more Chris's thoughts. But I do think this was probably the, 
It's at least getting the most like yeah. news is uh, they're adding Super Nintendo games to the Switch Nintendo. I don't know what they call. It. I don't never use it. The Nintendo well, game. I don't, I don't know something. But Super Nintendo games. There's twenty of them. I think it's such bullshit that but they're doing this again. Twenty of them. They're all out. Okay, let, let's hear why it's such bullshit. <laughs> it is bullshit. You know it is. Like First, you have to be... I, correct me if I'm wrong on any of this, but you have to pay for the online service. Yes. To play these 25-year-old games. Yes. That you could play for free on any device ever, despite mm-hmm. Nintendo's best intentions to destroy all video game history so they can sell you for insane prices mm-hmm. these 25, 30-year-old games whenever they deign to put them out on their new hardware. But the good news is they're selling you a really expensive wireless controller. Yeah, I'm not into that controller. It's fucking... It's so... I love Nintendo. I do. Like we always say, I don't think there's any bigger Nintendo fanboys around. But this whole like reselling 30-year-old games for like 10, 15 bucks is so gross. Yeah, I don't understand why... I mean, it's funny. It would actually be more expensive if they just sold you a copy for five bucks. But I would like it so much better. You mean like a physical copy? Or you could just buy a download that you own forever of Link to the Past yeah. for five bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would buy it right yeah. now. Yeah, if and I, especially if it was like formatted for a screen or they just did a few yeah. QOLs. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, Nintendo, Sony does this too once in a while. I know I've talked about this a lot. But I feel like Nintendo's litigious nature where they're just shutting down every emulation site just because they exist. That's what really irks me. Because it's like they're shutting down everything essentially just emulating and then just selling you old ass games and, and, they, and you have to pay for the privilege to even access these old ass games it's not a celebration of their legacy it's really a bizarre like draconian pay structure that i find well, very and they're super fucking old and they release them every console like everything they have they yeah, and if a you had to buy version. it once that would be one thing and are like hey i see you bought this on the 3ds or the ds when it came out so here you, you get another copy for free but that is not what they're doing leo you're heated up right now i really it really bugs me especially because i really love I can, nintendo i, I love old this. games <laughs> it really just it's the one thing that they do where i'm like fuck you man like it legitimately pisses me off yeah i can see that i mean i don't i can see like the I can see the value, I guess, in getting these as part of your a service you're already paying for, but their online service is just so bad, yeah. right? I mean, I'll say this, and this is self-incriminating, but you know, my Switch is hacked, mm-hmm. or homebrewed, or whatever word you want to use for it, um, and to do that, I had to turn off the internet, mm-hmm. and there's ways around it, but I just literally put my Switch in airplane mode and have never cared. Yeah, that it's, I don't think I've... The even, only reason I go online is to do updates. Yeah, even like playing... Like, I guess I would switch it back to play Mario Maker 2, you know, like games I legitimately own. Um, but even then, it's like, I, was, I don't even play that much Mario Maker 2, you know? So it's like, I just I don't feel any reason to play online. I bought it for uh, Smash, and I never That's played Smash online. I think the, the big thing is Smash. And I don't think people play it online. The online experience is so bad. I'm sure they do, but I agree. No, I totally agree. Um, so... Anyway, that was that was the thing that annoyed me the most about the whole thing. So I'm glad we started with that. Yeah. Um, at least the games are good. They're coming out. They are good. But yeah. No, they're very good. I just wish they cost like a dollar instead of $12 for a 30-year-old game. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, uh, by the way, a 30-year-old game I can play on my phone Well, I will free. say the one thing that bothers me about their online, like this way to get old games, is like I don't want to lose my saves. Yeah, you know, I like, totally agree. If I played Link, Link to the Past, right, 
And I just kept putting hours into the same save mm-hmm. and trying to like 100% it. Like knowing that they could just take it off the service and now that's gone. Yeah. Like really keeps me from wanting to invest. I totally in agree. It's games. like it feels like you're renting it. Yeah. But you're renting it for a lot of money. Yeah. For and, how old it is. And I just don't feel like I play that game to like get through the story and be done with it. Like yeah. I play Link to the Past so I can, you know, pick up every rock and cut every blade of grass and, you know, find everything again. Yeah. Really 100% that. Yeah. It's a good game. I love that game. No, it is very good. Uh, so in Smash news, uh, Banjo-Kazooie is out yesterday. So it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was Wednesday, right? So Banjo-Kazooie is out. And the next character coming up. Uh, and did you watch this? No, I didn't watch it. I, I read all about it. So the I announcement was, was actually very good. Cause no, it was, was it? That's cool. They showed like a bunch of the fighters. They seem like they're getting pretty good at this part. So it was like a it was like an 8-bit. So it's like it showed the history of Nintendo consoles. Yeah. It went to the SNES. And then it slid to the side and showed a Neo Geo. Oh, that is cool. And then, um, <laughs> and then the screen awesome. goes black, and it shows like this pixelated, like sixteen-bit invitation, like an envelope hmm. with the Smash seal on it. And uh, and then one by one, it goes through all these Fatal Fury fighters, and they all can't catch it. You know, they're like jumping off of cliffs trying to grab it, and like, you know, they all have these wow. little scenes trying to grab it. And at the end, it lands. And then a hand reaches out and grab it, and it's Terry Bogart. Of course, it's Terry Bogart. Yeah. So I don't. I mean, I know who he is. I know the franchise, but I don't know like what is. Is he the most popular character? Yeah, he's like the Ryu of the game. Okay. You know, like it's just I don't. I couldn't imagine it being anyone else. It could have been like Geese Howard or something, but he's in uh, Tekken. Oh, uh, okay. So like probably not. Um, That's but cool. Of course, he Terry. seems like a great fit as far as like the other game characters in the game. Yeah, he seems fine. Uh, I don't think a lot of people are going to be very as excited about it as, um, I mean, I don't think people are that excited about Joker, even though I am because I love Joker. Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess it's regional, right? I think Joker is the Japanese, uh, like for the Japanese fandom, uh, Banjo is for Americans and Terry Bogart is probably for like South America, like Latin America, right? Because they love those fucking fighting games, like Neo Geo games. Um, you know, I assume that's what they're doing. They have this data. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, you know, different regions want a different uh, fighter for. I wonder if at this point, if like you just get an email from, I don't know, Nintendo. I guess they're like, "Hey, so you want to be in Smash?" You're just like, "Yep, yeah, hell yes." <laughs> Who's gonna say no to that? Seriously. All right, let's run through the rest of these. I don't think they're as exciting, but um, so they open the show with the announcement that Overwatch is coming to Switch. Yeah, uh, that will be out in October fifteenth. Um, and it's Overwatch. I don't know who's going to want to fucking play it on the Switch. I think people who don't play it on other consoles. The Paladin's port is not bad for the hardware. It's fine. But yeah, I agree. Like the controller. And it's just. And I, I, I think it's all going to come down to how much, they co- how much it costs. And like they were like, you can aim with the motion controls. I'm like, no, you fucking can't. Not if you are like, what? No, I feel you like cannot. The, I feel like even on Paladin's and Fortnite for Switch, which I've, I've jumped into here and there. Maybe it's because I play so much. PC games, and I'm so used to like high yeah. frame rate. Mm-hmm. It just feels like you push to the side, and it's like this, like, bird, like this, the delay and the yeah. amount of movement for each tap is so, like, well, I think it's imprecise. one of those things where you got to remember not everyone has the luxury of owning more than one console. Like, if you only have a Switch and all your friends play Overwatch, this is probably really exciting. Yeah, I will say I was doming people in Paladins and Fortnite on Switch, <laughs> and I'm just like, this is ridiculous because. <laughs> I feel like I can barely move and people still can't hit me. Yeah. But Winston's going to be a beast in Switch Overwatch. Uh, Toblerone will also be. Why? Because you don't have to aim. 
Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's yeah. interesting. Uh, initially, when uh, Overwatch launched, uh, Tobler, I call him Tobler, and I always have. I'm sorry. Um, he was like top tier meta on PS4. Was like hmm. like console versions because you don't have to aim. You don't have to aim, right? So people, you could just rack up kills while other people were trying to like hit with Widow on their controller, and then. Uh, huh. Yeah. Can, can I do my best uh, Torbjorn impression? Yeah. Come get your armor. That's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. That's that is all. <laughs> no, um, but I do think like the idea of playing it on PC and then playing on Switch is like, well, it's like playing The Witcher 3 on PC and then playing on Switch. But if you don't have any, if you only have a Switch, this is probably pretty cool. You want to hear my Winston impression? Yeah, maybe. All right. I'm going to grab my glasses like oh, Winston. Yeah, he's doing it. I love peanut butter. It's really good. Thank you. It's so good. Thank you. Come get your armor. I love peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, we have more of these. Maybe yeah. next. Up, how about this? Send us a message. Let us know whatever character you want us to do. And we'll do an impression. We'll do it. And hear, hear my diva impression. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So, I'm so cute. That's yeah, I love robots. She doesn't love robots. Mountain she likes... Dew. Okay. Doritos. Road hog rides again. <laughs> wow, yours are actually a lot better than mine. I don't know why. Okay, we're moving on. Um, so I'm going to run through these. Uh, stop me where you can. I don't really have a lot to say about a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Session FE Encore is coming to Switch. Yeah, you know, when I came, when I saw that, I thought of you because I know nothing about it, but I thought maybe you did. Not into it. Oh, you didn't like it? You know about it, but you don't like it? No, I never really play. I've heard of it. I've never really played Tokyo Bra Session, so. Yeah. I guess this is maybe the chance. Sorry, guys. We have nothing to say on <laughs> yeah. this. Um, Deadly Premonition 2. Yeah, this is kind of an interesting one. So weird. Who uh, yeah. asked for this? I don't know. Uh, and they're also uh, Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise. Uh, it's coming in 2020, and they're also launching the original. Mm-hmm. Deadly Premonition Origins, that's out now. Which is uh, so fucking strange. So like, I guess if that's what you've been waiting for on Switch. It's <laughs> the uh, reason I bought a Switch. Your time is now. Sorry, Breath of the Wild. Also, Assassin's Creed Rebel Collection will come out in December. Which is like what, like Unity and Black, Black Flag, Flag and Rogue. Yeah, it's an interesting... Uh, yeah, don't buy this. No, those are good games, but don't it's... Bu- don't buy it. Why not? Those are great games, all don't, of them. Don't buy this, please. Why? Black Flag is Black Flag is fucking awesome. The boat part, no, the whole game is amazing. The music's awesome. No, fuck you. We're canceling this show. Black Flag We're is canceling. great. We're canceling the show for poor taste. Uh, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition uh, is coming in 2020, which everyone remember is a Wii game. This is not the Wii U game, which yeah. is totally different. It is a Wii game. Most people really like it. I could not handle the voice acting. I yeah, I, I never played it actually. It's too anime bullshit even for me. You probably love it. Um, maybe I would. Maybe I'll go back. I mean, that sounds actually pretty good. Uh, Divinity, Divinity Original Sin 2 Definitive Edition is out now on Switch. Yeah, which implemented cross saves, which yeah. that is cool. That is really I'm cool. all for that. So if you play it on Steam, not GOG though, only Steam, um, and you get on the Switch, you can just upload between the two, which I love that. Yeah, I love when they really do that. Good. That's fucking cool, especially for a game that big. Yeah, it's weird how like... Destiny's cross save is so bad. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, can, are they allowed to call that cross saving? I don't even know how it works. You literally have to like choose a profile, and it like overwrites any other. So if you have it on multiple, 
you basically choose a primary and you like push it as like your primary. Hmm. And so like uh, currency's not like you lose your currency if you if you have like premium currency. Interesting. That just gets deleted because and if you want to like un if you want to undo that, you have to unlink your accounts and you can do it once a month. What? Yeah, it's weird. It's fucking weird. It sounds stupid. Yeah, I'm not into it. Um but that's not what we're talking about right now. And I'm probably wrong in a lot of ways. So don't send me an email about it. Send well, me an email I'd about something curious. else. Send me an email about something else. Um, Game about Freaks, Silent Hill. Game Freak has a game called Little Town Hero. Yeah. Looks strange. Um, it looks super RPG. is like JRPG as fuck. But um, keep in mind, they did make the most successful franchise of all human history. Yeah. If also, you don't count like religions, maybe. Yeah. They've also made some real stinkers, too. Like what? No one liked their uh, Wargroove game. That was very uh, unpopular. Yeah. Um, and Toby Fox is doing the music, Undertale. Hmm. Okay. Some of the music, it said, I think. Uh, Bethesda's re-releasing Doom 64. That's cool. That's a weird game. Have you ever played it? Uh, I've seen it. It's and not a port. It's like its own game. Yeah. And it's very strange. I'm trying to remember if I ever played it on Nintendo 64, because I've seen it here and there. But. I know we're trying to move quick, but this is a good story. When I first got an N64, I rented it from Blockbuster, uh, and I rented Mario 64, and I played Mario 64, and my mom loved it. She's like, this guy's so cute, because that game is extremely adorable to this day. Yeah. And then I put in Doom 64, and she's like, hmm, okay, Doom, oh, interesting. She did not like Doom 64 one right? bit. She was like, this is fucking evil as hell and my mom is not like a religious person she's very open-minded but she's like you're not playing this well doom so is ever so, since then i've wanted to play it doom is so intentionally like you know like the anti-parent yeah game, totally. right? like almost to the point where it's comical but yeah. doom 64 is interesting because it's not a port like the playstation one was it's a totally different game built in a different engine and a lot of people really like it and speak to its strengths and sort of unique makeup so be, i think it's cool that a lot of people are going to play it uh yeah it does i mean yeah that's good it's I'm an glad. interesting game at least if nothing else yeah i'm glad people get to play more games so hopefully they don't bethesda the shit out of it and put i'd be kind of funny if they did at bethesda this point account logins <laughs> just because it. they screwed up so badly and like uh some way to buy a fucking fallout skin for it <laughs> um star wars jedi knight 2 jedi outcast is coming to switch very random september 24th that's a game i fucking loved on the xbox the original xbox i loved it a lot but i have no clue why it's coming to the switch right now seems real strange very odd uh awesome game though for the time yeah, it's a good game if you never played it, i don't know if how well it's gonna hold up if you probably not well but i do remember a you could chop off limbs with your lightsaber amazing and b you could pick people up with force powers and throw them which I i'd never seen before i feel like i tried to jump back into it on steam or like i got it in a bundle or something yeah. and was like oh yeah this is hard to play now yeah i'm sure it is um super kirby clash a free to start kirby game um, I saw some of this online. I watched some people playing it. It's kind of uh, like a, I don't want to call it Monster Hunter-esque, but like you group with four people and fight. Like you just jump into these monster, like big monster hmm. fights. Like it's, it's like a, you make, can have like a mage class, a warrior class. This seems okay, but it's all free to play trappings. There's all this like you run out of energy and yeah, that's pretty, a, pretty, pretty lame. Yeah. Uh, some Pokemon Sword and Shield features. I don't really care. Um, the game's not out yet, so how does it get new features? I don't know. Uh, but you can make curry for your Pokemon. No, well, that's good. 
Yeah, that's a big thing. So one thing that's always pissed me off about Pokemon is I could not make curry. Uh, some Animal Crossing announcements. Uh, really excited about Animal Crossing. Some crafting modes. Uh, it's like there's a cell phone thing. They had like a whole thing on Nook Cell or like a hmm. a Nook phone or something. Tom Nook gives you a cell phone. Um, you can make apps or something. I don't know, man. I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not really into Animal Crossing. I'm really into it, but I didn't watch this. So. Maybe I'll give it a try. I'll tell you the things that interest me about Animal Crossing is not cell phones. Um, Trials of Mana Second Densetsu Three will be available April twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Are you into this? Finally. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> um, one of the, I think one of the cooler things, uh, there's two, well, there's actually three of these I'm really interested in. Uh, Return of Oberdin is coming to the Switch. Yep, that's cool. Seems like a good fit for Switch. Yeah, I could see that, game. actually. Um, I think, I feel like there's a lot of typing, I guess, in it, isn't hmm. there? Don't you like write things? You write things, yeah, that's true. I only uh, ever saw it on PC. Uh, that's coming to Switch in the fall. Um, Rogue Company. This one I thought looked like shit, and Hi-Rez is not a f- company I've been too hot on. What else have they done? Uh, they made the Tribes uh, Tribes Ascend. Oh, so it's really near and dear to your heart. No, that was like the wor- that was like the bastardization of Tribes. Well, that's they, what I mean. I think they made Smite as well. Oh yeah, not a great like not a great track record. Third person MOBA game. Yeah, it just it seems like they are currently a company that makes free to play. Yeah. Games with but that are like unsuccessful trappings, yeah. <laughs> uh, Tetris ninety nine. This is exciting. Is getting a new mode called Invictus? Did mm. you hear about this? I, I oh, yeah, I'm not as into Tetris as you are, but a winners only mode. Okay. So you have to have won a Tetris ninety nine to play uh, an Invictus mode. That's pretty cool. And I think the best thing about this is good people have won a game, but trash people like me that have only gotten second and thirds. Now might actually be able to win a game and move into Invictus mode because you're not playing cool. against people that fucking are. There's oh, always that because you get like moved on. Yeah, I, I feel like if you've won, you're not going to want to stay in regular mode. You're going to yeah. want to play in Invictus mode because it's more fun, right? Like, because Tetris 99 isn't like you know a, a shooter. You're not like, oh, I want to just mop up on trash. It's like no, it's Tetris. Like I just want to like play Tetris. I just want to do good Tetris, right? Yeah. Um, well, that's a that's a really cool idea. I wonder where they haven't applied that to other battle royales. Um, you know, some have come up with like, a, like a, I know Apex did a thing where they had like a playlist that was like for good people only. Like if you <laughs> trying to remember what the criteria was, like if you were top three or if you won your last game, you could queue into a mode that was only with people that won their last game. Yeah, and like it was like how long you can stay in that mode. Yeah, that's like a the cool, game of that's it. That's a cool idea. But once again, it was taken out. Uh, I don't know why they do that. Um, and then the last announcement, which actually I thought looked cool, and um, from a game that I did not think looked cool, Damon X Machina had a is hmm. had, have a demo coming out. Interesting. Supposedly they've changed a shitload in that game huh. uh, based on like the previous demos and some complaints people had. I thought it looked really cool. I mean, I don't really have a lot to say about it other than looked pretty dope. Um, but that was all the Nintendo announcements. I mean, overall, I think there was some good stuff in there, but it's just very strange. Some real bangers in there. So definitely some bangers, but also some just like, what the fuck? Why? Yeah, I, Not even in a bad way necessarily, but just like, what? That's how I feel about Nintendo all the time. Yeah, that's true. Um, I feel like they 
need to learn what the internet is. I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, I don't know that they do. I would say that the Switch is... I mean, the Switch is killing it by every metric. Maybe they don't need to know what the internet is. They definitely need to learn what the internet is. <laughs> I don't. Think I just imagine do. how good Nintendo could be if there was like real internet like connection in games. But what if they then they'd like make Breath of the Wild two online? Like that sounds horrible. No, that's what I mean. They, but that's I think part of understanding the internet is understanding where it would be strong and weak, right? Like Mario Maker could be so much better if the internet structure was better around it, or like Smash could be. Like crazy if actual it, if, fighting game yeah an actual fighting game right if you could just like <clears throat> if it had the, the trappings around like a fighting game if there was like a, if they had a good achievement system on switch yeah that's true you know what i mean and like a a, pro, a public facing profile for adults right yeah if you put your credit card in you could have a like a real switch profile people could find with a username instead of a fucking weird 38 friend digit code that literally no one uses no one uses well because there's no reason to have a friends list on a Switch. Yeah. It doesn't do anything, you know? And so, um, I don't know. I think it's fun to hear these announcements. I really like Nintendo. I really like the... Well, I shouldn't say I like the Switch. I think the Switch is actually pretty shitty hardware. But you like all the games that come but out I on like the Switch. I like all the games that come out on the Switch. Um, but... Uh, I, I'm just saying they're having a very strong year. Yeah. I mean, I think... Yeah. They're having a very strong generation. Yeah. They're right, kicking ass. Real. Despite the fact that... Their internet is almost non-existent. It's kind of interesting. Well, I think uh, they did, you know, Sony and Nintendo both did a similar thing in this generation. If you want to consider them in the same generation right now. Yeah, I think that's usually how people look at it. Yeah, is uh, their investments in uh, great first-party games has um, cemented them as top sellers. Yeah. Right? Microsoft hasn't been able to make a first-party game, and they've struggled so much to sell games yeah sell consoles although i would like maybe next week we can mention that gears of war 5 sounds like it's actually fucking pretty sweet are you are you into it yeah i watched some stuff and i had no interest no but like just reading the reviews it sounds like oh this is like a solid well-made game i'm interested to see what people think when they play it yeah me too i do plan on playing it so maybe i can tell you next week you're gonna play it i think so i am very interested to see what you think because i have no interest in gears yeah I, I will say I have not had interesting gears since the second one. Mm-hmm. And when I watched some gameplay today, I was like, it's more Gears of War. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my takeaway was like, yeah, I'm still not at all interested. Yeah. Well, it's been a while since I played, but these reviews sound like it's an interesting game. Like, the writing's actually pretty good, and you go to, it's a little more open world. You go to really cool, interesting places. Sounds like it's worth trying. Yeah. To me, it just seems like a lesser Uncharted. Well, no. you know, just, I mean, the cover shooting's better. Yeah. But the trappings are worse. Yeah, we'll see. You know what I mean? But that that's that's my perspective just looking at it from the outside. Obviously, I haven't played it. I'm very interested to see what you think of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one last thing. I'm going to give a shout out. And this is up your alley. Mm. Um, I have been falling down the YouTube hole for this guy, <laughs> Carl Jopst. You know who that is? Have you heard? It sounds vaguely familiar, but I can't put so a face to it. He does these Doom speedrunning videos. And it's not Ooh. him speedrunning. It's like the history of speedruns. Oh, is it? Does he talk about the one where they shaved off like 0.1 millisecond? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've seen his videos; they're amazing. Where they go through the history of like establishing the initial yep. speed runs, uh, and everything it takes to like and, shave yeah. that second off, and yeah. like when they come up with new strats. Yeah, and dude. he does these like Goldeneye yep. and like uh, Doom speed run videos that are fucking legit. Yeah, like they're so good. I I mean, 
it's funny because they're not the most produced thing. They don't have it's to be. Literally just a dude talking into mm-hmm. his mic, showing clips. Um, and they're great. They're so interesting. No, for sure, man. I love that shit. I think he's he makes really good ones. And it seems like he obviously has a history in the scene, so he's so like knowledgeable about it. Yep, and like connected. Yeah, so it's Carl Jobst, K-A-R-L space J-O-B-S-T. I was just looking him up. Yeah. Uh, checking out his videos. Uh, there's some real bangers. That's awesome. There. Real quick, just because we're talking about great YouTube guys, uh, Noah Caldwell Gervais makes these incredible long form documentaries. And like you said, the production values are remarkably low. It's just him talking, but he's an excellent writer and he's really knowledgeable about art and like context. So they're, and they're very long. Some of the videos are like three hours, but it's like every Mass Effect game examined. Mm. And if you like that sort of long form, um, analysis of like the way the games actually operate it's really incredible so i highly recommend him as well how do you spell that it's noah c-a-l-d-w-e-l-l-g-a-r-v-a-i-s i I think that's so long it's his name (laughs) (laughs) but i think if you just type in noah jarvis and then type in Baldur's gate he has a great one that goes through all of Baldur's gate and it's like three hours and it's so good if you like that sort of thing i was just giving it a look if you are having trouble finding either of those i will put links on the website uh in this um in like the blog post for this episode so uh you can go to techyapodcast.com and you will see both those links there highly recommend you check them out uh, also, go to takeyourpodcast.com. You can reach out to us. You can send us an email. Um, you can find our Twitter, our Facebook, all of our links there. You can find our Spotify. Woo. And uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, thanks, guys. As always, we, we really appreciate it. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll hear, you'll hear from us again next week. Yeah, love you guys. Go play some games. <laughs>